Warning. World's Worst Pizza Party is a podcast about the Five Nights at Freddy's horror franchise, which means that this episode may include the mention of death, murder, gore, possession, and equally unpleasant topics. Any additional warnings can be found in the episode description. Please stay safe and listen with care. That being said, enjoy the show. Pizza Party, a podcast where we don't explain the FNAF lore. Because if Matt can't do it, no one can. I'm Sunny, and my pronouns are they, them. And I'm Cass, and my pronouns are it, its. Uh, welcome back to World's Worst Pizza Party. This is episode two, um, and it's also very exciting because this is the first episode in which we actually talk about stuff. Uh, before we actually start talking about stuff, though, um, we are doing a new segment, which I am calling uh, The Republican Disclaimer. It has recently been uh, revealed that Scott Cawthon, the creator of Five Nights at Freddy's, has some uh, not very poggers political views, and we would like to just come right out front and say that we do not support Scott Cawthon or his uckers political views. Uh, but we, <laughs> but yes, yes, well, I'm getting to that in just a moment, my dear friend. Uh, but we still <laughs> enjoy FNAF, and we still enjoy the FNAF lore, and we still love making a podcast where we joke about all the stupidity of the FNAF lore. And also, FNAF has now been created by a fusion of Hatsune Miku and Markiplier, which is referred to as Miku Plier. So if you hear us talking about the lovely Miku Plier and how they blessed us with the glory of Five Nights at Freddy's, that's what we're talking about. Um, the only exception to this rule is whenever we get upset with how stupid and convoluted the lore is, we are going to be extremely passive-aggressive towards Scott uh, Cawthon. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's about that. Cass, would you like to bring us into the topic of our episode? Yes, today we will be talking about Five Nights at Freddy's 1, or most commonly known as the first Five Nights at Freddy's game, which was released in 2014 and quickly gained popularity due to how its gameplay, uh, well, played out. Uh, joining us today will be our good friend, Graham. Uh, swag. Hi. Uh, <laughs> that was a very I'm, strong I'm... introduction. <laughs> very nice. Uh, uh, hi, I'm Graham. My pronouns are he, they. Um, yeah. Okay, so the <laughs> oh first gosh. game. Um, please give me a break here. I have not played it since it came out in 2014. Um, totally swag. The first... I've never played it. <laughs> good, 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 good. Um, the first game starts basically with you getting a new job in a pizza place where you are the night guard of animatronics and the game basically goes with you trying not to get mcmurked by said animatronics and once you you know survive the five nights as hence the name gives five nights at freddy's uh you win the game and then you can go on to the second game that sounds Absolutely horrifying and extremely tedious. Oh, yeah. Um, and that's 
that's basically it. It's a rather simple game. And honestly, it's kind of surprising that it gained so much popularity being such a simple game. Um, but of course, the thing that sort of kept people coming back and getting into this surprisingly simple game is the lore. Uh, but we don't go there in this not, channel. We don't go mm -mm. there. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> but, 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 but here's the thing. Oh, my dear friends, you are wrong. Because I'm not sure if you remembered the sentence we said only, uh, what is it, three minutes and 33 seconds ago. But um, we don't explain the FNAF lore, but we do talk about the FNAF lore. Because if we didn't, this podcast would be nothing. <laughs> We'd just be rambling about different like things. We'd just be like, mm, yes, I sure love pizza. Sure. If we I didn't cover the FNAF lore, all we, we, we'd be doing is talking about a point-and-click game where you sit in a dark room and stare at a dilapidated chicken. Um, so, like, <laughs> like not, not to forget our scary and most terrifying bunny. Um, oh that gave gosh. a certain someone nightmares, but he definitely oh deserved gosh. them. Yeah, he deserved <sighs> them. Um, hold on, Gray, did you say she's a duck? I did, then I remembered her whole- her name's Chica. Her name her is name's... literally Chica. Her name's Jewish. <laughs> so Graham. Graham, how dare you disrespect our beloved Chica? <laughs> she's yellow! She- listen, she may be ugly, but she's pretty in our hearts, okay? <laughs> listen, listen, I'm not- I'm not sure I'm supposed to even put up with you. Goodness, okay. Um, I know. Tragic. But, yeah. The thing that made FNAF interesting is the fact that, like, while you're playing this game, you, like, got these different animatronics that are coming after you and trying to kill you, and it's all whack and creepy and stuff, and you're like, what? Uh, there's, there's little hints and Easter eggs and things sprinkled throughout. And most notably, there are newspaper clippings on the walls talking about these, uh, different mysterious events that happened. Most notably, a bunch of kids going missing. Um, and... Hmm, I wonder where they went. Maybe heaven, maybe hell. I don't know. Maybe inside of animatronics. Um, mm, yeah, I know. Gross. Because right? there's. It is. It really is. And the newspaper mentions this too. The animatronics stink bad, bro. It's. It's. You know, it's surprising no one put together the pieces. But yeah, that's not the only weird thing that happens either. Like, the animatronics come after and chase you. And then there's also this one particular animatronic which doesn't. And it's, um, it's sort of something special. We'd like to talk about him. Maybe. Them. Maybe. Graham, are you, you see legitimately them? are you legitimately kidding me, Graham? Do you not remember? Do you not remember the ever so iconic? G Fred. Foxy? <laughs> oh! <laughs> Listen, listen, yeah, it legitimately has been seven years, and only, like, recently, like, only, a, like, a couple months ago did MatPat finally sort of figure out what Golden Freddy even actually is. Like, legitimately, 
like bruv bruv golden freddy was the og <laughs> of the fnaf lore because ever because what happened is you're, you're sitting in your office right um and this all of a sudden this mm-hmm. freddy animatronic that looks like freddy but is all yellow like golden colored and slumped over like it doesn't have any bones just comes and appears in front of your desk mm-hmm. and is all scary oh, looking and stuff and then this text flashes on the screen and it just says it's me in these big letters and you are you and then and then you poop your pants and you have no idea what's going on and then a bunch of people were like hmm but what if we tried to figure out what was going on and then that's how everything began but no one could figure it out because scott didn't give us any hints Exactly. Mitsmiku Plier, Mitsmiku Plier just blessed us with this gold, gorgeous Golden Freddy. But then we were just left with that. We didn't. We didn't have. We didn't have anything else to go from there. We were sort of just left uh, to make massive, massive, wild guesses, attempting to fill in the blanks from what information we got from these newspaper clippings, and that was just about it. Like people. This was sort of where it all sort of began, because in order to figure out the FNAF lore, people had to, like, dig deep and, like, dig deep into very small clues. Like, the first FNAF video, like, some of the first FNAF videos that MatPat of Game Theory ever made, like, he was seriously trying to, like, calculate the date when the game took place by calculating the minimum wage paycheck you are given at the end screen. Like, and that's only the beginning. Like, people had to, like, dig really deep for clues. And this, keep in mind, this is FNAF 1. In FNAF 1, see, Mix Miku Plier, who created Five Nights at Freddy's, <laughs> uh, did not intend to make any other Five Nights at Freddy's games. They made the first one, right? And thought mm-hmm, that would mm-hmm. be it. So as Mix Miku Plier went on and continued <laughs> trying to make more Five Nights at Freddy's games, they sort of had to make the lore as they went on, right? Um, and so the FNAF lore was kind of confusing because Miss Mix Mikuplier was trying their best, but didn't really have a plan and was sort of just flying by the seat of their pants, right? So mm-hmm. at the beginning, when we were trying to decipher the Wait, FNAF lore- Wait, did you just say she FNAF was flying lore, by her pants? Yeah, I said they were flying by their pants. <laughs> they were flying by their pants? Yeah, Mix, Mix Mikuplier, flying by pants. Pant throttle. What is it with pizza places and paying their employees minimum wage? Because this guy's almost dying. I have to clean up the bathrooms on Fridays and Saturdays. You don't actually work at a pizza place. Yes, I work at a pizza place. Yes, I work in a pizza place. Me and Time have talked about this. You're the perfect person to have on this podcast, then. You can tell us all the horrors of minimum wage pizza jobs. I hate it. You can tell us all the horrors of capitalism. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's that's one of the worst things about the entire FNAF game. Oh my! Hold on, sir. What was that? Yeah, yeah. Someone threw a brownie at one of our waitresses. Not like a like a piece of brownie. Like we have these things called brownie cookies, which are like small pizzas, but they're brownies. And somebody threw one at the waitress because it was looked like it was burnt, but it's a brownie. So, um, God, child. Anyway, so that's the most horrifying thing about all of the FNAF franchise. It's not any of the animatronics coming for you. It's the minimum wage. It's the poor labor wages. Avoid customer service. Avoid customer service, of course. Avoid customer service and avoid the night shift. Uh, if you manage to avoid both of those things, 
you might survive. Just um, maybe. Just mm-hmm. maybe. If you're on the night shift, though, you have a very, very slim chance. And um, if you work a day shift at minimum wage, you have an even smaller chance. But goodness, anyways, enough about goodness. real life. Let's oh, God, go to yeah. Flafnor. Gosh, back to the Flafnor. Um, I love that that accidentally st- stuck. That was just one. That was just one thing I said in the last episode, and yet here it is. I mean, it was our inaugural mm-hmm. episode, so I mean, it's pretty iconic. But still, mm-hmm. Fly- five lasagnas at Freddy's. I'm. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> Ah yes, my favorite FNAF animatronic, Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> Fel would have a wonderful time in this. Oh my gosh, our friend, our friend Fel. They they adore and uh, worship and uh, kind of have multiple cults based around Garfield. So you know, <laughs> multiple. That would be that would be very that would be interesting if it was in the Falafnor. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if it was. This lore is so odd and confusing already. If there was a I'm, Garfield cult, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, to think about like all the those rumors i wouldn't put it put it behind it past anyone that they wouldn't just be like oh my god guys i found garfield in fnaf <laughs> oh my god the british accent god, though so oh my lucky. god please oh my god guys you would not believe this secret easter egg i just found this is not clickbait garfield is in fnaf 3.5 please like and subscribe to see Um, more um. raw and totally official footage this is not photoshop and this is not just a trick of the lighting oh my god see if you brighten the image by exactly 75.8 percent you see a cat shoving his face full of lasagna. You can see his face in Boys. the corner. He is boys, extremely overweight. Yeah? Yeah. Boys, 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 I hate to break this to you. Way back in the early, oh, no. early days of Five Nights at Freddy's, there was this thing called Drawcast. Now, Drawcast was like the deviant art for people who were poor, like me, and also who could not draw, like <laughs> me, um, who <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> made these things called Five Nights at Freddy's OCs. Now, way back in the day. No, please. <laughs> oh my god. I had this Five Nights at Freddy's OC called Melody. Melody was a cat, much like Mangled um, from the second Five Nights at Freddy's game, uh, which I did play well, we a little there, yeah. bit of, but I also don't remember that because we are not going there. Ignore that. Yep. Um <laughs> <laughs> um, Melody was this orange tabby cat. Oh, yeah, that, that's really all I can remember about her. Did, did, Basically, did my Melody Five Nights at Freddy's OC was a, was was Garfield. Did Melody have Did Melody have a certain adoration for Italian food? Oh my God! I just realized that Garfield <laughs> is obsessed with pizza. Like lasagna is the main thing, but he also loves pizza. I used to read a ton of Garfield comics yeah. as a kid. And I just remembered this one strip. In which Garfield is like obsessing over the slice of pizza. Oh my god. What if Garfield is a FNAF animatronic? FNAG. Five nights at Garfield's. <laughs> what would you even do, brah, if Garfield suddenly showed up in your like, gameplay dude, of Five Nights at what Freddy's? Would you even do? Dude, what That'd would you even gnarly. do, brah? Oh my god. I'd be like so gnarly. Please, uh, bro. dude. Bro. What's even. Uh, You're getting a little bit oh too Rambo there, Sonny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, that's Undertale. We don't talk about about below story here. I'm talking about Five Nights at Freddy's. 
listen, fellas. Listen, fellas. It is a little-known secret that I did, in fact, have the majority of my memorable childhood in California. But you know what? That's no big deal right now. Right now, dude. Right now, dude. I'm talking about Garfield. I'm talking about Garfield and the FNAF franchise, bruh. Like, I'm not even sure what you're on, bruh. Please. Oh my god, dude. What did I even do? Like, come on. That's so Oh my god, dude. Come on. (laughs) Yeah, I... I just suddenly remembered that the FNAF games take place in Utah, and that just gave me whiplash. I was thinking about California, and then I was thinking about states, and then I was thinking about Garfield, I was thinking about FNAF. I just suddenly remembered that the FNAF games take place in Utah. Why'd you say it like that? You were like, FNAF. (laughs) FNAF. Nights every day, Freddy. Oh my god. FNAF. (laughs) Listen, listen, listen. It's... Oh my god, I'm so disappointed in myself. I almost made a I almost made a reference I do not want to make. Do it. Now you have to. Bruh, it's every day, bruh. Like- <laughs> yes. Okay, um, I'm going to go cleanse myself of that now. Um, I'm just going to take a nice big sip of holy water. Hold on. <laughs> Terrible spitting is everything. So, okay. if you don't know, um, Graham just put something in the chat that we record in, and um, it is so terribly spelled that I can okay. Um, Graham just said, and I quote, There was also Minecraft fanfiction, but we were not gonna talk about that, because it was Herobrine ex Steve, and I didn't realize that I until I last year please there are literal tears running down my face (laughs) well rest in peace bro is hero brian in the fnaf fandom no i sure hope not but that would be yes be an interesting crossover between like minecraft and five nights at freddy's considering that there are multiple um endermen and mobs that can actually teleport and that it's given that it's canon that um i think bonnie teleports yeah in, bonnie in just one of them. yeah mixed miku gave that all uh, all yeah. to us so that'd be interesting. You'd just be like, you'd just be like, oh, I'm just looking on cams, and then there's a giant Enderman staring at you. But Hold since on. you can't make eye contact with Enderman, you are screwed. Oh my god. Does cameras count? First, two questions. <laughs> First of all, does security cameras count as eye contact? <laughs> Second question, do the phantom animatronics count as Herobrine? Ooh, interesting, interesting questions. We, we, yes. we have multiple questions. And later, and, and later FNAF games. I know we're not really de- digging into l- deeper FNAF games, but I, I need, to, I need to, I need to bring this up now. Because in later <laughs> FNAF games, there are like these phantom animatronics, which are literally just like black silhouettes of the reg- Are you dying? <coughs> I choked on water. Die quietly, please. Sheesh. Okay. I'm the one who has to edit these episodes. No, keep that in the podcast. Be a little little considerate of of your recording buddies, okay? But, like, the phantom animatronics are just, like, silhouettes with, like, glowing eyes, which is basically Herobrine. Are the phantom animatronics Herobrine? Please discuss. Well, I mean, they, they look wooden. Kinda. Like, they look wooden, so I don't think they'd actually be, um, Herobron, considering Herobron is a humanoid, uh, humanoid of some sort. But, you know, there's always that. There's always, there's always that. They also they always could be made of flesh. They could be flesh. 
Anything could be flesh, really. Mm, flesh boys. <laughs> oh my gosh. Don't mind me, just yes, googling but- phantom animatronic. Alright, we've been recording for 19 minutes. I think we should wrap it up, boys. Oh my gosh, we have. Time flies when you're having fun, but you didn't answer my first question. Does security cameras count as eye contact? Uh, no, not not exactly, but they could sense it. Hmm. The Endermen or the animatronics or both? Yes. Um... Let's, okay. Let's get this wrapped up because I'm thinking okay. trouble. <laughs> so, uh, to summarize, uh, FNAF One was a pretty bland game with some kind of interesting lore, and a lot of people were left to theorize about it without really anything to go off of. Uh, the fandom mostly grew off of people playing the game off of like YouTubers like Markiplier who made like playthroughs of it, and people like MattPat on Game Theory who started making theories of it, and sort of everything went from there. And Mix Mikuplier decided to bless us with more games after that, and then. Sort of everything just snowballed from there. So that's pretty much uh, this episode of World's Worst Pizza Party. Cass, would you like to send us off? Thank you for stopping by. The exit is over there. And don't mind the body in the corner. We'll take care of that soon. Don't worry. This has been World's Worst Pizza Party. Thank you for listening.